Hi. Hi. Hello. I'm jumping in. <sighs> yeah, so we're here in Israel. Um, there's a lot of things happening, as there are, it seems, all over the world. Um, in our particular bubble... There's a war in the backyard. Yeah, a few hours away. And it's uh, obscene, absurd. Um, Heavy in a way that it's such different realities, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, the reality that we're experiencing now is one of semi-normalcy. Um, I'm not in any, like, physical fear. Like, any fear that means is, is just through my imagination of what could happen, what could transpire. But, like, I'm not running into a shelter right now at this point right you know i mean uh the, the other mothers in the school seem to be ha having real fear people don't want to send their kids um so well fear can be real whatever we make it if it's in our actual physical presence or if it's a, a story or something from the past that we've experienced Oh, for how influenced we are by the media and our neighbors and... Yeah, well that's what I mean by a story. Okay. Because it's not something that I'm actually experiencing. Um, there are planes that fly overhead as Israel is on higher alert, I guess we'll say. Uh, yeah, and yeah, um, but bombing that's, as well. That's the, the planes are not just patrolling. Yeah, but from my experience, I don't experience that. Right. In my actual like present state, I'm not experiencing that. Um, and there are people a few hours away who are experiencing that, and that's what I mean by it's obscene in a way um, to have such vastly different realities transpiring at the same time. I woke up... Uh, watching the video for one of the hostages so mm -hmm. the psychological they call it psychological warfare but it's not psychological for the family or for the hostages my point is there's a lot of volunteering people are there's a beautiful situation happening where people are showing up for each other yeah and we decided or to jump in and it's our way to do our part. Yeah, and I guess that's just about sharing our experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people are in the army, whatever army. Some people are inside with guns fighting and battling. Some people are making sandwiches. Mm -hmm. And I figured maybe we could take a 15-minute break from our own fears and insecurities mm -hmm. and battle our doubts and right. actually show up. I'm hitting the red button. Hitting the red button mm -hmm. and saying, first of all, we are here. Uh, you come from America. There's a lot of English speakers. There's a lot of people who mm -hmm. are in this country and I don't know how you feel. Like It's new for you, the state of war. It must be confusing. Uh, it can be. Well, it's confusing in the way that it's just really different experiences of life happening at the same time and it's so in the face that it can't be ignored and that's what i mean too by like a, a worldwide scale a global scale it feels like this is just a waking up process to let us know everything that's there under the under the surface that's there all the time now this is just it it's 
unignorable. Is that a word? Yeah, I don't know if it's a word. So how how do you how are you coping? How are you dealing? What you know? You seem to be doing well. How am I yeah. dealing with it? I'm I'm not that much on uh, social networks. Okay. And I'm not uh, reading the news that much. Little blips. Um, and and I'm doing it consciously. I like to listen to Democracy Now. It has a different sort of perspective. They they interview Palestinians and and Israelis. They have a broad spectrum of things going on, um, of information that they're sharing. And so I, I, I'm not going to say I keep up with that, but that's a source for me. And other than that, you're a source for me. And then I'm just trying to stay in my bubble because if it's not actually happening in my physical presence, it's already permeating in there and there is tension there is stress like i do worry i do want to be safe i want to keep my children safe and at the same time it also feels senseless to go into a state of anxiety or fear with something you can't control with something that i can't control and that's something that's not in my physical presence too so you're making the choice to keep yourself relaxed in order to keep the family more relaxed just in a bubble you see I, mean, a bubble. I feel like the family stems from it but it's more about me like i don't want to be anxiety i don't want to be in a, in a place where i'm overcome with fear and i'm not functioning because it could very easily go there right yeah yeah I, I i i have moments where i realize that in this reality there are there are people and beliefs and ideas that would expect me to right now get in the car, drive a few hours away and fight and protect and perhaps even kill other people before they come kill us. Mm-hmm. Which is a terrible game that's yeah, it been feels like playing a very... for a long time. Yeah, exactly. It feels like it's an old, outdated game when now is the time, quite honestly, to create a different experience. So, what, but it's right here. People are coming. Like that's how close it are got. They? I don't know. That's they. They did. They did. They did. They did. Israel experienced the terrible day eleven days ago. Yeah. Yeah. And how we react and how we behave. Not even just Israel. Let's talk. About, I mean, we don't have to talk about them, but just acknowledge the families and the people that actually had that experience. Yeah. Because they, they did. It wasn't just Israel. We can put a blanket on it and say it was Israel, but it wasn't. I'm in Israel. I didn't experience that. There were people that had a terrifying and traumatizing experience. There are people that are still having that experience yeah. now. And there are also people in Gaza and Palestinians that are also having that experience right now, too. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, people being used as pawns, from my perspective. Um, from leadership that wants to continue playing an outdated war game. So, what, so to our friends speak mm-hmm. English in this country, or anyone that doesn't, that has, that's just having a hard time, just having a challenge of that. What's the best thing we can do today, right now, to not encourage, not promote violence and destruction? Breathe and 
be with people where you can really listen to them and acknowledge their experience and find some semblance of hope that things can and will change. That, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if this is true, but I feel this is true, that no mother wants to send her child off to war to, to be killed or to kill someone else. And, and maybe that's a place then for mothers to really unite and do that, and for fathers, yeah, um, to support. And I didn't uh, when we moved here to Israel. I did, I wouldn't think that my kids would grow up believing in us versus them, mm. and this might develop into this situation. So the thing that we can do right, right now, and that I am doing actively, is to not participate. And the violence and mm. most importantly yeah. i look for the violence inside me i know it sounds very that's a big flip the internal reflects the external best thing we could do the best thing i could do mm -hmm. is to find to, to at least find the violence inside myself mm -hmm. which i do mm -hmm. i do yeah it's present for all of us feel if we really look at it have an awareness of it to take some time and space for ourselves if that's possible and I, I would just say just look I'm not even gonna say do something with that violence just acknowledge that it's there like you said this violence has been there from uh, generations yeah generations centuries we might say it's a very old feud it's been going on and it's I mean you could say that if we want to look at it the internally within ourselves it's been present <laughs> since human consciousness <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah so we're jumping in battling our own uh, fears mm. and apathy because it's quite frankly it's very easy to wait again wait until things get better before we jump in and do what we want to do. Uh, yeah. It's very yeah. easy. It is. It's much easier uh, to not take steps and to not stand for something. And I'm not doing that fully, that's for sure. Um, and I'm, at the same time, I'm not going to... Um, be violent? Berate, berate, berate myself Yeah. because of it too. Um, there's, a, there's a place when it comes to taking responsibility and... I don't know, is it only when I'm pushed or shoved into a situation then where I will really stand in something else? I, I don't know. It doesn't matter right now. Right now, the point is we still press the red button. Yeah. And we're doing it to confront our own tyrant, mm -hmm. which is like the berating mm -hmm. essence. And with the hope and the intention that it can provide a glimpse of hope and a sense of peace maybe another perspective mm -hmm. for anyone that's struggling to find mm -hmm. that peace and is asking what can I do aside from sandwiches uh, going to volunteer what can I do in my personal life in my own house even just with my phone taking some time and space for oneself and getting clear and having a distinction between unconscious anger unconscious fear and conscious anger and conscious fear there's a difference there with it for sure so, is how, how is that applicable right now to what's going on? Well, when in you this have country? 
I mean, at least for me, this yeah. is from my perspective, when I have time and space for myself, then there's like this, this space where I can gain more awareness about myself and what it is that I'm feeling or my thoughts or my imagination. Um, and when something's from the past or when something's in the present moment, I guess that's it. Be present, whatever that means for you, like however that gets you present. Maybe it's from exercising, maybe it's from dancing or singing or being with a friend or a partner and listening and talking and sharing. These are places of being vulnerable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All for the brief moment of stopping, stopping the violence, stopping the automatic loop of if it's not if it's not them it's us mm -hmm. there is something there that must be stopped and like i said personally I, we don't have a solution for the government and for the armies Definitely and for not. the countries we don't because by the time it's out on the media by the time it's uh, people are getting slaughtered in real life it's kind of too late it already happened well that's what i mean also by being present there has to be something with being present not going into stories from the past and, and not getting carried away with imagination about future occurrences. Making the decision right now individually to not, to not be seduced to violence. It's very seductive and it can be very subtle. Yeah, um, it uh, gives us something to do. It distracts us from what we really want to do and how we want to live. And at the same time, this sort of fear is a very powerful tool for waking up. This is our, this is our world. This is the state that we're in. Like, there is a lot of unconscious anger and a lot of unconscious violence, a lot of unconscious fear. And this is the wake up process, part of it. And I mean like that, getting present in reality and acknowledging that there are all kinds of experiences and opposite experiences, opposite truths can be occurring simultaneously. And it doesn't devalue or make some, someone else's experience not real. Their experience is real for them. My experience is real for me. It may not be the same as someone else. And these are all happening at the same time. So yeah. 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 As the planes fly overhead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alright, so to be continued. To be continued. Be Wait. in your reality and uh, acknowledge someone else's reality too. That it yeah. can be real for them too and not be the same as what you're experiencing, what I'm experiencing. And when in doubt, breathe. And wait to see. Wait to, wait to find. Uh, inner violence, the inner tyrant, the inner fearful, scared entity, human consciousness, and you'll know what to do. And as we continue doing this, we'll jump, we'll go further into how it all unfolds. Because the violence can't stop. Definitely. It really can. We're not going to have to move out of Israel. It's not going to have to go doom and gloom like you said thank you for pointing it out this is our wake up call